The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Daily Intermission fans, we are back, not in studio. <laughs> we are homeless right now, but it's season two, episode 65, episode Air Carlson, E65. Wow. That's out of the woodwork. Absolutely, but uh, we're, we're at the local watering hole, yes, Joe's Food Emporium, downtown Wolfville, recording uh, our first road show, Nate. Yeah, shout out for uh, to Joe's for letting us use the, the establishment. Absolutely. You Absolutely. Um, we're in a hard time. We're, yeah. we're caught between a rock and a hard it place. It's either this or a local field, so... Where, where the electricity is kind of challenging to hook up. Yeah, you, you know. know. Generally, there's not a whole lot down there, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, nice to, it's nice to have... A, it feels like home here. No, my goodness. Absolutely. So we are, uh, we are in the midst of kind of transitioning studios and, and finding a new home. But uh, for now, we are going to be on the road. But, uh, but Nate, I did want to mention, so we got the NFL season just around the corner. We're going to continue in the pregame show. I should actually mention before we get into this that the pregame show is sponsored by Manscaped. Indeed it is. Manscaped is the best men's grooming tools worldwide. They, it's, I mean, we're talking about millions of people that use this Manscaped and trust Manscaped for nick-free, waterproof, you know, grooming. And, and you can you go use t- code TDI for 20% off, free shipping. And I'm telling you right now, you won't regret it. No, you will not. It is uh, spectacular stuff. Comes with a boatload of stuff if you get the main package, as I mentioned multiple times. Underwear, shirts, everything. So get over there and get yourself some Manscaped. It's an unbelievable deal. But, Nate, continuing on in the pregame show, we've got a huge NFL survival pool around the corner. We're going to be using Run Your Pool. Yep. Um, so we're going to kick that start that this week. Um, it's going to be free to enter. There's going to be nice prize packages. We've partnered with Run Your Pool. And, uh, like, let's get it huge. Like, like if you are a semi-NFL fan, it takes 30 seconds to pick a team that's going to win that week, and you try to pick a team that wins, but once you use that team, you can't use them again. Yeah. So, essentially, if you pick the Patriots to win week one, they win. You can't pick the Patriots again and see, you know, how long, yeah, how long you can so, go. Yeah, I mean, anyone who's done Survivor Pools knows how fun they are. Yeah. Anyone who hasn't done them. Uh, you're missing out because they are a boatload of fun. We did one for the golf this year, and it's been a hoot. Oh, it's, it's been a hoot. It's been awesome. So, uh, But we'll get into the golf in quarter three. I will break down that quarter one will be <laughs> NFL, quarter two MLB. The halftime show will be just a brief guess their age. Yep. Uh, we'll move into uh, quarter three of the PGA Tour, and then we'll, uh, we'll break it down with a little NBA, NHL to end the episode. But yes. continuing on in the pregame show, Chalkboard, man. We've, we've partnered with Chalkboard, and we've got uh, some of our audience traveling over there. And, it, man, it's like, you know those times when you're watching different sports games, and you're like, you know what? I need, like, I don't know who to text. I don't know who's watching. Yes. That's such a perfect spot to kind of chime in and see who's who's in on the action and see if they're watching. Like, I know I did it the other day during the World Juniors, a, a huge play by uh, Connor Bernard, and I posted right in there right away. And I know you did last night with the McTavish, which we'll get into during the... Uh, yep. The, uh, the hockey in quarter four, but like it's just a fun place to talk about sports. So make sure you download the chalkboard app and uh, join the daily intermission board and start talking sports. Like it's a huge group chat. It's the it's the place to be. It's also great if you're you're maybe you're thinking of like live betting. Yes, and you're not really sure what to go with. I find like throwing one in there and be like, boys, what are we thinking here? Like, is this am I just getting seduced by the juice here, or is this yes. a legitimate bet? So that's the, that's the place to go for sure. So download the chalkboard app, get in our board, 
Let's absolutely feed. And we've got some absolute lunatics in there. And like I'm talking, like we're not just talking NHL, NBA. We've got horse racing specialists. It's unbelievable. European football. I mean, people in our audience, they like to bet and they are all over the place. Uh, in regard to betting. So make sure you join that app. Yeah, plain and simple. Um, if you're listening to the podcast, there's definitely something in there for you. Yes. 100%. 100%. So, Nate, just finally in the pregame show here, there was a big UFC fight last night, uh, Usman versus Edwards. And uh, obviously, <coughs> Usman is kind of, he's kind of known as the pound-for-pound pound best fighter in the world. He was a massive favorite, like minus 365. My best bet during the, the Project Parlay, from everything that I was reading, it was going to be a long fight. It did end up going to the last minute in the fifth round. But Edwards ends up knocking him out, grabbing the belt. It's so they during the commentators of Daniel Cormier during this sequence with a minute left, they were writing off like they were like, listen, man, Edwards didn't have his stuff, like he got dominated most of the fight, and then he just knocked him out. That's crazy. So they were writing him off and, and just giving the win to Usman pretty much by decision. And then he ended up knocking him out. So it was a huge win in the UFC. That's awesome. Um, so, uh, yeah, another uh, British fighter. We got the Patty Pimblet. We got Molly, the meatball. And now we got uh, Edwards, who are some making some noise out of the country of England in the MMA scene. So, yes, we do. Um, so fun stuff there. But, Nate, we're going to move into the NFL here quickly. And it's a fun story in quarter one here. It's a fun story to start things off in the NFL. So Mike Tomlin, the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, driving downtown Pittsburgh, saw a bunch of kids rough housing on the streets it looked like probably a potential fight going on i think they were young kids like 12 13 years old in the city he grabs he pulls over the car and he says listen boys you know kind of breaks up the fight and says you're all coming to steelers camp brings about 15 of them to steelers camp the next day they're all at the steelers practice like pretty cool there by mike tomlin <laughs> yeah it's, it's super cool it's like they, they get there they get in another fight <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's like, a fight on the right, field guys, they're get, in it yeah it's like boys yeah. get out of here yeah yeah, that's, yeah this is i gave you a flyer here trying to yeah. assume you were good kids but yeah, this is outrageous right. that's right or they're just looting yeah, 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 they're just stealing like, stuff, yeah, asking yeah, yeah. for autographs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was a risky play by Mike. No, but that's a cool little story out of yep. Pittsburgh, and uh, you know we, we're excited about that. But uh, Nate, uh, Zach, and Julia Ertz. So Julia Ertz plays on the women's national team for the women's soccer, and uh, and and Zach, obviously a tight end for the Arizona Cardinals. They had a kid, and uh, guess what? The kid has been named. I have no idea. Madden. Oh, I did see this actually. Madden. Okay. Is that a football kid? That's a football kid. Madden Earth. No doubt about it. Madden Earth. Madden Earth. Doesn't really flow off the tongue, does it? Uh, no. I was thinking Mike Hawk. Yeah, I mean, Mike Hawk Earth. <laughs> yeah, that would work too. Or yeah, uh, yeah I guess Earth. Yeah. It, it hurts. It hurts. <laughs> but there's a uh, bunch of different names you think you go with, but uh, no, uh, just staying in the in the NFL scene, Nate. Uh, Carolina Panthers quarterback Matt Corral, who was drafted out of Ole Miss uh, for a long time, was going to be the top prospect, top quarterback prospect going into the uh, NFL season last year. Yep. Out for the season. Obviously, they've got they brought in Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold, so yes, they're not they, they don't need this young kid. But it just sucks, you know. Your first year in the NFL and you're done with a foot injury. Yeah, yeah. They definitely don't need them. They've got two absolute studs, so they're they're all set. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he, who knows? Actually, he might have had a sniff uh, at getting some action in it. These guys were folding like lawn chairs. Yeah. Well, I mean, Baker's just anyway. We're not going to get into this again. I'm not. I'm not. I can't make fun of Sam Darnold again. No, no. Just my God, it's going to turn into a bullying case here pretty quick. We've got a long season to to analyze their <laughs> yes, play. Yes, we do. Uh, but uh, but Nate Urban Meyer, this guy after the stunt he pulled last year in, in Jacksonville, I was like, this guy is certainly he's got to be done. 
Yeah. But this guy, who's going to hire this guy for anything? I mean, he just he, the way he coached the Jacksonville Jaguars was obviously clownish. Showing up at the college bar when they were in uh, Ohio, yep. absolute clownish. But he's been hired by a college football broadcast, so he's back in the mix, back in the media. I just think, like, like how do, how do you take this guy seriously? That's crazy, man. I, I just don't – it's just such a weird thing to – a weird guy to grab. I guess it's like if it's the biggest name you can get. Yeah. Like he, you got a lot of baggage coming with you here. Oh, my goodness. And who knows what he's going to pull next? <laughs> I know. You know, like it's, like it's one thing to do the bar stuff, but who knows what he's doing behind physically closed doors. And now he's a target. Now oh, everywhere yeah. else he would go, like now you know he's got to be. He's watched like a hawk. So careful, to, yeah. No, so anyway, it's going to be interesting to see uh, how Urban Meyer performs on the college football broadcast. Nate, I did want to mention, obviously, Deshaun Watson's been suspended eleven games. He will return week thirteen versus old team, the Houston Texans. Do you think the NFL is such a scumbag profit-making machine that they said, we're going to suspend him and make it a prime-time must-watch TV, his return, which everyone will be waiting for, against his old team? Is there a coincidence there? Uh, there's definitely a chance. I mean, it's not like the NFL has got the best reputation when it comes to not hiding stuff. Yes. Um, but... I don't know. You know, it was the six-game suspension. They obviously extended it. They didn't put it up. They didn't double it, but they went damn close. It is kind of an odd number, and maybe it does make you think. I think Perhaps. there was some motive there. Like, maybe it was ten games. It's like, yeah, we'll pick on an extra one so we can get a primetime game yeah. that everyone's going to watch. Yeah, true. Because um, it's like, you know, yeah, you can't really – there's nothing to really gauge the suspension off the way they go about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they can really give any amount of games they want because it seems like any amount of – like, the – Whatever anybody gets is just a random number, it feels like, yeah. for the most I think, part. I think we think about it. I mean, obviously, everyone's comparing the situation to the the, uh, the gambling case with Calvin Ridley. He's done for the year. Like, you have to think, like, 30 women, massage therapists he hired and tried to, you know, obviously, we don't know the ins and outs of it, but obviously, you know, was not acting as a, yeah. you know, in, under the code of conduct of the law. Yeah. And, and they just suspend him for firstly six games and now like 11 is going to be the total. But like, it just kind of seems like maybe it should have just been a full season. Yeah, I feel like it should have been. I mean, because you can compare it all you want, but it was just plain and simple, clearly worse than the Calvin Ridley thing. 100%. Like, it's not even close. So yeah. I don't even know what the comparison is really. Yeah. But yeah, a full season I feel like would have been the move. But yeah. I mean, uh, their hands kind of got tied when it got appealed and he got six. No, exactly. So. Exactly. Um, Nate, that's going to end quarter one. So we're, gonna, we're not going to preview the divisions this, uh, this week. We're going to wait uh, for, uh, for when we're in the studio uh, because we've got to move and groove along here because we are in the middle of a restaurant, which uh, will be opening in uh, <laughs> make, make sure you go, minus 27 minutes. Yes. Yeah, so make sure you go to the YouTube if you haven't and just check out the, the setup that we're dealing with here. It is makeshift. It reminds me of the days in the original basement. Yeah. Perhaps we'll throw something on Instagram, too. It's, Definitely. It is some original basement vibe just with the, the table. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, Nate, moving into quarter two MLB, I think we learned the hard way yesterday. And I think we've learned the hard way throughout the <coughs> I'm just kind of getting back into the betting scene. I take the summers off. There's not like I, yeah. I don't love gambling on the MLB. But we did the project parlay. We had two favorites yesterday. I love the Yankees bet, Nate. We had Garrett Cole on the mound. They had yeah. just lost two straight games, you know, feeling like the Yankees should try to get some momentum with their guy on the mound. And, uh, and we also had the Angels over the Tigers, which felt like a good 
a good bet as well. Yeah. But they both went down as as heavy favorites. But it's like the MLB money lines are so it's such a coin flip every yeah, night. It's almost better to just take the fate or the underdog. Yeah, you exactly. Know what I mean? take yeah, the juice. yeah. I saw the Nelk Boys did that. It was uh, Marlins against Dodgers. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they were like plus two twenty five. They were like, oh, well, they put like five grand on the Marlins. They, yeah. The Marlins ended up losing, but it was two one. Yeah. You know, like it's not like That's it was a good like, snap. like yeah, it's exactly. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the so we'll get into it. The Yankees, man, they've lost 14 of 17 games. They are absolutely collapsing. I mean, yep. we, re- we rewind a month ago. We thought this was this was God's gift on earth. I mean, we have ne- never seen an MLB team firing on all cylinders that like we had seen. And, uh, and now they've come back to earth, which you probably could have predicted. Yeah. I mean, these guys weren't going to win, you know, 130 games or whatever no. they were on pace for. Uh, but they've come back to earth. But the Jays are starting to heat up again. And, and we, Nate, you mentioned it last episode when we were talking about the Blue Jays. It's been such a roller coaster of a yeah. season for them. They get hot. They go in on a nice little heater. And then they slump. Um, so and they slump some more. And then they slump a little bit more. You know, if you're the Yankees, though, obviously you don't want to. How often do you see a team go in from the like the uh, regular season? absolutely dominate all year and then just dominate in the playoffs like it never happens no you almost want to have that little bit of adversity at some point in the year yes and then come into the playoffs maybe get hot again yeah because it's it's almost impossible for what seven months to just stay entirely dialed yeah you never you, like you said you <clears throat> never see it you never see the team that just no. dominates all regular season is clearly the favorite to win look at the president's trophy in the nhl exactly how You're, often do they win yeah i remember doing up the numbers a few years ago because i was just looking for something to uh cushion the washington losses every year yes that's and, right and, and <laughs> that's that right. was like the best seed to win <clears throat> or the best seed or the best odds per seed is the number one seed but the one that doesn't win the President's Trophy. That's okay. exactly what Colorado was this year. Yes. And you look at Florida, they got swept 4 nothing in the second round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just... It, cool. Yeah, it's just those teams never win. No, it makes sense. Uh, Nate, in Atlanta, Braves pitcher, Marcelo Suna, obviously a fantastic pitcher, arrested with a DUI. <laughs> I will always think that this would be the, mo- the, the most stupidity of, of anything that, that can, can go down. I mean, just the access in today's society to... to to, you know, vehicles and, and people being able to drive you in a safe manner and you go out and get a DUI. Like, I just I just think there's just no room for it. I mean, it's just such a dumb maneuver. Yeah, it's really dumb. <clears throat> I've always said, too, it's like you can't, you can't think about yourself in that situation. You have to think about, like, hitting someone. And exactly. Like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. creating, like, two orphans. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yes, like, exactly. Like, having two kids grow up or, like, or like killing an innocent child. You know what I mean? You can't go out and... Oh, do that man. stuff. Plus, the other thing is too. It's like if you're a little buzzed, it's like okay, I probably know I shouldn't get behind the wheel. Yes. But then again, if you're completely blackout, there oh. should be something in your head that's like, there's no way I should be getting behind a wheel. You yes, I mean? exactly. Like, it's just a situation where it's just so easily accessible, especially in a city. Yes. Get Uber. an Uber, dude. Uber. Just get an Uber. It anyway. couldn't be easier. There's just there's just no need for it, and 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 we see it, man. We see it all the time in in society, and and you you just hate to see it, and. Uh, but uh, but he, former Angels manager Joe Madden did an interview this week. I think it was with someone from the Athletic, and says I think Sohei Otani and Mike Trout need a bit more help. Uh, you think? No kidding. Yeah, you could have listened to the podcast and heard that about four months ago. Yeah, like this anyway, is this is the same guy too, right? He, this got, is, he got canned. Yes. He was like these guys don't listen. Yes. Or, he, or what did he do? He shaved his. 
He shaved a mohawk to get the boys going. Yeah. And they fired him before they yeah. got to see it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what happened. That's yeah. brutal, man. Anyway, so Joe Madden, okay, Captain Obvious. Uh, <laughs> just absolutely obnoxious. Like, clearly they need a bit more help. And clearly, it, I don't know if it's a culture thing in, 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 uh, with the Angels organization. Like, we look around uh, at, at teams, you know, through throughout sports, and it's just like they're just kind of never good. And, like, it, it, it doesn't matter if they have studs. Like, if we look at the NHL, the Cardinals, we look at the, the NFL, obviously, outside of 2017 in the Jacksonville Jaguars, it's just kind of like a culture or like an, uh, an aura around the team where it's just like, like, no matter who we have on our team, it's just the franchise just isn't going to be successful. Yeah, I know. You know? It's almost like some Buffalo Sabres stuff. Yes, exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, it's weird. Um, I, I wanted to touch on Albert Pujols quick, too. Okay. Um, did you see him hitting the absolute pinch hit dingers? Dude. <laughs> 690th home run is a pinch hit grand slam. He's now 10 away from the 700 mark. He's 692 now. Did he? He's hit he two. two last night. Oh my! Yeah. This guy is on an absolute path to. Yeah. Okay. Let's get this man to 700, man. So if he doesn't get to 700 this year, does he stick around? Because I mean, he is an absolute fossil out there. Yeah. Oh, dude, he's like 42. Give me that for guess the age. Um, he's. Yeah. Uh, it almost gives you Mr. 3000 vibes. And in it? baseball, it's not like the, the, not to, you know, not to pick on baseball, but it's not like the age. It's not you like could a, be 60 years old if you can still hammer dingers. Yeah, like you, yeah. You know, pinch hit. Yeah, exactly. Like, let's theoretically get him the record. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> I think I think that St. Louis should bring him back and, and just kind of just manage him, like play him, you know, pinch hit him in, in situations. And, and we'll try to get him to that number 700 because that's such a huge milestone. Yes. What's the record? 760 some? 767, I think, yep. or something like yeah, that. From, yeah. For Barry. For Barry, yeah. Uh, um, and then there's Barry Bonds, too. I think he's 685. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But everyone knows the Barry that we are referring to. Yes. Um, but, uh, Nate, that's going to conclude quarter two of the MLB. Obviously, we got about 50 games left. We're going to be pretty dialed in yep. uh, to, uh, to the finish here and moving into September and October when things really start to heat up. Nate, we'll do five each for guests their age. Okay. You ready for it? Yeah. Here, I'm just going to try and pick, some, pick the grimiest ones then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, no, we'll get a quick halftime show in here. This is always tough. The guy's the jersey. I'm going to just be... Uh, okay, Nate, we'll start things off. We'll go with uh, Bobby Orr. Bobby Orr? How old is he? Yeah. Uh, 81? 74. Okay. Last night I was having that conversation, too, about how old he was. Um, and I was kind of in that round, too, before I looked it up. Yeah. Those ones are hard. They kind of sneak away from you. Even, like, guys who retired, like, 10 years ago, I always, like, think of, like, at least 45. And then they sometimes sneak up, like, like A-Rod. Yeah. Something like that. Um, what about Seth Brown, Oakland Athletics? Seth Brown. I'll say, uh, is he 28? 30. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Just kind of breaking into the MLB. I guess you can do that at any age. Yes, you certainly can. Troy Tulowitzki. Right? He's got to be like 34. 37. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, then. We'll yeah. forget that. Uh, Matt Chapman. Matt Chapman. I'll say he's, uh, I'm going to go 29. That's spot on. Is it? Yep. Wow. Yep, good That's, stuff. I mean... It, it, pretty much what you do during this game is you think of a range of five. Like, <coughs> I, so I think, okay, he's probably 28 to 32, and then I fire a dart. I always just, <laughs> well, yeah, that's all you can do. I always yeah. just think I'm like, okay, I think he was this, or it, it, I get lucky sometimes if I know the draft year, and then, but then I have to do the mental math, and I, it doesn't work out, but uh, I guess it's you. Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor, uh, 30? 34. Jeez, eh? I guess, man, UFC fighters they tend to, yeah, seem they to be a, a bit older. older right? yeah. uh, Jared Goff. Jared Goff. This is a good one here. Drafted f- second over, first overall in 2016. 
So that would make him give me give me twenty eight, Nate. Twenty seven. Wow. Let me double check the birthday though. He might. <laughs> no, you're still a little wait. Actually, it's only about a month out. Okay. Uh, Could have had it. <laughs> um, what do you got for me? I'm gonna go Dan Campbell, the head coach of the Detroit Lions. <laughs> I. You know Dan Campbell. He's been a. Uh, yeah, but it's hard to, like, I don't know, man. Forty two. 46. Okay. Not bad. Yeah. He's a young coach in the NFL. Yeah. He's a wiry guy. He certainly is. Uh, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. 25? 24. Wow. Yeah. He's... We'll end on that just because we're flying back and forth here, but Jalen Hurts, man, he's going to be an absolute sleeper of a quarterback. I think he's, like, right now he's the average draft of, like, a sixth or seventh quarterback taken. Okay. We're talking about a guy who's coming into his third year. You know, two 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 years in the league under his belt. They just brought in AJ Brown, the top receiver from the Titans. He's got Devontae Smith, who was an absolute freak in nature at Alabama, going into his second year. You know, their backfield—they got three horses back there. I mean, Jalen Hurts might have a monstrous season in terms of fantasy, and he's going to be a guy that I'm looking at to to snag on my fantasy teams. Yeah, it's so. a shame you're saying it though. Yeah, I, get somebody in here listening, man. I think the only guy will be Robbie Adams that I do fantasy with and listening, and he's okay. fully. Aware, yeah, of, he knows of, what he's doing. Yeah, he yeah, knows exactly what he's You're doing. You saying something on the pod is not going to make much of a difference. No, it's not. He's got, he's been doing mock drafts since uh, since February third. Yeah, before the Super Bowl. Either that, or maybe this is a flare. <laughs> That's you know, right. You're just chucking it out, saying uh, exactly. I would love to have Jim. I would take him first overall. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All right, Nate, we're going to move into the quarter three. We got the PGA Tour. We got Tiger Woods. Obviously, we mentioned it last episode that he flew into Delaware to talk to the players at the BMW Championship. Apparently, seven players that played in the first playoff event are going to the Live Tour, one being Cam Smith, six others. Um, but they talked a lot about, I mean, he, obviously, he's the governing voice. He's going to be the most powerful voice in golf. It doesn't matter what Jay Monahan says. It doesn't matter really what anybody in the golf world says. Tiger Woods will always have the most pull. He's pretty yeah. much single-handedly developed the game. I mean, Nate and I were doing interviews yesterday on the street. You'll see those videos later this week. He, it doesn't even, like, you could ask, like, who's a player in the NHL? And if you're not a sports fan, you may not know. Who's a, who's a tennis player? If you're not a tennis fan, you may not know. Every, it seems like every single person, no matter who you are, no matter what walk of life, no matter how much capacity you follow sports, they know who Tiger Woods is. Yeah, for sure. You know? <clears throat> I would say for hockey, if anybody, they're just going to throw out Gretzky. Yes. They probably heard the name. But, for sure. But there's some people who wouldn't know a single one. Exactly, yeah. And then for tennis, though, I feel like tennis, like, would everyone kind of... I feel like, honestly, Serena Williams. Yeah, 100%. I think Serena yeah. Williams, if I was, like, default throwing one out, I would say Serena Williams. Yeah, she's been kind of the dominant force. Yeah. And, I mean, the Nadal, Federer, Djokovic, I mean, those those yep. four have been, if we look back at the majors, we, we did, we've done that in past episodes, it's outrageous, the dominance that those four have put on in tennis. I, uh, uh, and, if, and, if, sorry, if, I was just going to say, if someone were to ask me on the street, I would say uh, Andy Roddick. Yep, just running around. Absolutely, I remember him seeing him. He's he's the reason I started watching tennis back yeah. in the day, just because he was always just like arguing with the young people. What are you talking? Yeah, yeah. About? Big Lacoste guys as oh well. Oh my god! And he had a heater of a serve. Yes, he did. But Nate, it sounds like too that uh, they're pulling for a baseline salary. So if you get your PGA Tour card, you're automatically get five hundred thousand dollars. Yep. And that five hundred thousand dollars will be taken out of your earnings throughout the year. So like, say you won, you won an event, yep. your first event on tour, then you'd win like the seven hundred thousand instead of the one point two million, and then now you're good to go. 
you say take it out? So it would be so that's so that's how the live tour is operating right now. So like they give DJ a hundred million dollars to go. And yep. If he wins the event, he doesn't get that five million that he won the event. It just comes out of that signing bonus that he signed, uh, you know, for that uh, guaranteed uh, okay. money. If you see what I'm saying, yeah. uh, okay. So he, they can't build on that signing bonus right. until they've earned that all through through playing. If that uh, makes okay, sense. Okay, so they have to to get more money out of them. They have to earn every bit of what they've got. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but they're looking to do that on the PGA Tour. Just I think that makes a lot of sense. Man, because yeah, it, it's like they're traveling all over the place, hotel rooms. It's an expensive, you know. If you don't have the top of the line net jet, private jet sponsorships, it's a, it's a, it's a grind out there, man. Well, for sure. And I was saying the other day, I was like, there's no reason why, like, say, like a top 500 golfer in the world should have to be like scraping by. No, exactly. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Not, not to say scraping by, but the travel and, and stuff adds up pretty quick. And from 150 to <sighs> 500, all of those guys are grinding to yeah. put food on the table. Exactly, um, it's crazy, you know. man. Yeah, like, which you is can't outrageous. Have that. That's ridiculous. Um, so, the PGA Tour, interesting enough, is a nonprofit organization. They're looking to switch into a profit-making entity, which means they could take some massive private investments. Yeah, uh, which is interesting. So, there's going to be some major changes to the PGA Tour. So they're looking to they're looking to juice things up. Yes, they are. Yeah. Yes, they which are. Which is you know a, a well-needed response. Yes, hundred percent. So uh, you know we're, we'll applaud that and we'll we'll continue to monitor that. Uh, I still get a kick out of Ricky Fowler flying because obviously we know Ricky Fowler's been struggling for the last few years in the PGA Tour. But the fact that Tiger said, "Ricky, you're coming with," I just I love Ricky, man. I love. Yeah. I just I pray so much that he gets his game back and, and gets in the mix on Sundays because uh, he's such a great character for the game and, and did so much for it as well. Uh, but you know, Willie Z yesterday during the BMW Championship, obviously the second round of the Looking playoffs. Stiff. Looking stiff. Hurts his back, has to withdraw. Tough to see, man. That is a shame, man. You know, after the big win. <clears throat> he was wincing pretty considerably, too. Yes, he was. So you could was tell like, there was He was getting like a little massage, and it was yeah. like, oh, God. There like, was a tweak. Yeah. yeah. So, so we'll, but, uh, uh, he's, we'll, uh, he'll be missing some time. Hopefully it's not too, too bad. I know. You know, because, yeah. like, I mean, a back injury can sneak up on I don't him. think he'll be playing next week. No, I can't imagine, no, man. I no. feel like you got to take it off. Yeah. But he had the dub, so it's like... Whatever. We got the waitresses rolling in for their shift, and we are still yeah. just grinding away right, here. Get through quarter four here. Absolutely, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, just uh, just to kind of finish off here, the BMW Championship, Scotty, uh, Scotty Scheffler, Patrick Cantley, uh, uh, Xander Schauffele, all in the mix at the BMW Championship. So we're excited to watch that final round. We'll see. Adam Scott had a hot start too, and Adam Scott's right in the mix as well. So uh, I think he's. I get live tour vibes from him, but we'll move it. We'll get into that next episode. Nate, quarter four, a little, little bit of NBA, a little bit of NHL. Obviously, the World Juniors, the Canadians win the World Junior Championship uh, in Edmonton, a summer version, and after the cancellation, cancellation in December, uh, Mason McTavish in overtime, just maybe the goal save of the year. Oh, dude, that's ridiculous, man. Yeah. That was oh, I can't. I just still can't believe it, man. That's that's going up with some Everly stuff. Yes, that is just like got to be a top five legendary 100%. Canadian moment. Hundred percent. It was uh, incredible. Yeah, the guy just literally punched his ticket to being a full time NHLer this year. I yes, think with that alone, like he's an absolute stud. Oh man, he's and, so uh, good. The, uh, and absolutely, and the Ken Johnson, uh, the Ken Johnson goal in overtime, awesome. He's going to be a phenomenal NHL player. Yep. He's silky as heck. And then who was the right handed? Is it Stankhoven? Stankhoven. Yep. Anyway, right handed. He yep. was the CHL player of the year. He really came on. He's going to be a nice player I can't as well. The lefty is either on the D, the left-handed D man, uh, Zellweger. Yeah, that's right. Yes, yeah. yeah, he's sick. Oh yeah. yeah. So, 
something along those lines. Anyway, yeah, they'll, I mean, it was a good team, and they were stacked. Like they they deserved to win that tournament. They, they were. They had a top to bottom, really strong team. Need yeah. uh, Nazem Kadri. This news broke as soon as we stopped recording last yep. episode. Nazem Kadri going to Calgary, seven year deal. What a job uh, by uh, the, the management uh, in, in Calgary to really. I mean, you get your two top players leave, and then you turn it around with Uyghur, Huberto, and Kadri. I mean, what a. I mean, maybe you won't have the longevity of Johnny Goudreau's career and Manny Kachuk, but... Yeah, I mean, you had to do something, and I yeah. think this is pretty much all you could do. Uh, yep. I don't think that Kadri contract's going to look too great after about two years. I'm also yeah. just not that sold on the guy. Yeah. I don't know. He had a fantastic he, year. I mean, I we're talking know. about, yeah, that's what you... Uh, and but in a contract year, it just yeah. always spooks me a bit. But, For sure. But what do you do? You know. I mean, he was he was probably the most consistent player on the Colorado Avalanche this year. I mean, That's I think fair. it was seventy three games, eighty almost close to eighty nine points. Yep. Uh, and for a long time, it seemed like he was just on a, a tear. And, yes. and you think about the injuries. I mean, it seems like it seems like during the regular season, like McKinnon, Rantanen, and Landis Cog, it's a miracle round of fucking injuries. Yeah, it is. You know, it's so, crazy. Um, They're always hurt. That's yes. so true. Yeah, Landis Cog is always out, or Rantanen's always out. That's such a good point. Yeah, and, and McKinnon is too. Like McKinnon yep. takes some time off where he's you know he's injured. And, and really, I mean, Kadri was the guy. He was the he was the but anyway it's a nice pickup regardless and I think you're right Nate I think that both that Huberto uh, contract and and uh, and, uh, and Nazem Kadri contract could look a little sketchy here in three four or five years time those those last few years but you know what it's win now time yeah you know it's, what do you do exactly yeah uh, so we still got some some uh, some free agents that we'll uh, we'll see sign you know some Phil Castles of the world the Paul Statsnys the uh, the PK Subban so it'll be interesting to see where those guys end up um, but. Uh, but Nate, you know what? We got the we got the McKinnon Cup party in, in Halifax. That was an absolute do. I didn't want to mention that, but you know what? We'll wrap things up because we got the restaurant opening. We got to thank Hassan here, restaurant the the, the owner of the restaurant, giving us the space, and uh, and we'll get back. We'll be uh, we'll be back on Friday with uh, with the week's news, and uh, and we'll, uh, we'll continue on. Make sure you're following all the uh, on all the socials, TikTok, Instagram. Get on the chalkboard app, folks. If you're looking for a sports group chat, yeah. Anyway, guys, we appreciate it. It was a makeshift uh, podcast today, but uh, we'll be back. Peace.